welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 179, recorded live on Saturday, November 13th, 2010, and here are your hosts, the man who has driven with me out to the West Coast, Dave Play. Hello. Our guest this week, who has also driven with me out to the West Coast, Kyle Ellicott. Hello. And therefore, your third person on this podcast, who has driven out to the West Coast with both the other two people on this podcast... I probably could have worded that better, Andy. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it, it's okay. We won't. We won't harsh hit you too bad on it. Ipso facto, another man who has driven out to the West Coast. So. No, I, I no. no. Therefore, thusly, sorry, Andy. <laughs> nope, nothing. Lorem ipsum, ipso facto, or <laughs> beautiful. Start making. Speaking of, since we're we're already jumping into random fake code, Kyle, how's Codita going? Oh well, uh, thank you for the the plug in there, Dave. I appreciate that. It's it's going well. We uh, since we last talked, we're about what I think five months in since we last talked, maybe, and we're over twelve hundred users and still growing strong. We're looking to release and actually be out of beta here by the end of the year and go into our actual public launch and offer a ton of new features that some of our users have been requesting and that we wanted to give our users and it's going well it's going well so cool. yeah i remember after we we recorded last time with you i went on i signed up for the beta you got me in and i started going like wow this is a really great idea and then i sent you a laundry list of stuff <laughs> yes say like okay this needs to happen this needs to happen this needs to happen this needs to happen <laughs> And I, I greatly appreciate that feedback. We've, we've taken all of our users' feedback very seriously. And uh, I mean, as I told you guys that Brian, the uh, co-founder of mine, we both are developers by heart and by nature, by trade, however you want to word it, uh, whatever tickles the fancy. And, uh, you know, we take this stuff very seriously. So we want to make sure our users are happy and that, you know, we're happy with the product and would use it as well. So it's going well. Uh. I just don't want to look at any more coding stuff at the moment. (laughs) What coding stuff have you looked at, Andy? I've been trying to code for the Android, but since Android is Java-based, I couldn't remember most of my Java stuff, so I've been redoing the Java programming. (laughs) How's how's that going, buddy? Lots of public static (laughs) void main... semicolons all the time. I will say that is one language that I learned enough to do whatever I needed to do and I didn't expand from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I jumped to jQuery, which I, I set as two separate entities, but yeah, no, no Java for this kid right here. No. But Java is the base of Android and Android is the future. Well, in that case, I mean, I'll just hire you to do it, Andy. <laughs> Oh. So, um, funny fact, uh, John Feldkamp yeah. was actually taking my Java programming class at the same time I was, but he was the class right after mine. Okay. And so we actually, just by happenstance, we were actually on the same computer. And so we <laughs> would just like be, just we just like leave notes for each other in each other's folders on the hard drive. And we just, we'd like meet in the library to start coding the stuff afterwards. And oh. That's awesome. Even John Feldkamp would not use my code sometimes. <laughs> Oh, high school memories. Uh, Coding is fun, Andy. You just you just got to find the right language or the right niche, and you'll love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, How about I just get enough higher level, like find a high level program so I can just tell it what I want it to do, and it will code it for me. Because well, that would put people like Kyle out of a job. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for sticking up for me on that. One. As Andy asks, you know, for a program to do it for him. 
Well, it's it's almost getting to that point now that the amount of high level coding is we're getting farther and farther. I remember one of my um. Oh, who I mean, Andy, I remember somebody you know, why, who used. Why to, do I have to go and listen to Ari podcast and or rather, why do you and I have to record it? Why can't we just have a a, a machine that goes through Gawker media feeds and picks out random ones? Because <laughs> it's not just Gawker media feeds. We have information from lots of places. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nine Gizmodo, Life Hacker, Gizmodo, Gizmodo. <laughs> Hold on, I don't actually quote that much of Gizmodo. Um, let's see. There's also there's Jalopnik, <laughs> Industry Gamers is another one. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking Hold of on. gamers, do you remember remember the uh, magazine when we were kids, Game Pro? Oh yeah, yeah. Are they still around as a magazine or just as a website? I think just as a website now. <laughs> Go Wikipedia. Yeah. I just, for some reason, I looked at their website for the first time in like 10 years the other day. Since we're on random yep. topics, I just thought I'd just throw that in there. It seems they are still a magazine. Interesting. You yeah. should find out how many of your listeners still subscribe to this magazine. I can't imagine it's many. <laughs> I don't uh, what I can't imagine many people I... are subscribed to it in general. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still a subscriber, Kyle? No, no. I haven't been for years, sadly. I, I subscribe to Wired, yep, Popular Science, right. and Popular Mechanics. Wow. I, I subscribe to GQ, Esquire, and I don't know, uh, that's about it. Because the rest of them we get, I get at my, uh, another job, I get a bunch of them. So I are, have, are you on the top of men's fashion then, Kyle? I am. I am, Andy. I, uh, Kyle has been for a long time, man. He, he, he always knew how to dress sharp. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. You're Andy, welcome you, again, Kyle. Dave, you're just giving me compliments. Andy's over yeah, here. Man, part. I'm, well, I'm over here. here to finally have someone that Andy isn't picking, like Andy's no longer picking on me. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll stick up for you. <laughs> As I will stick up for you. He, he uh, generally doesn't treat our guests this poorly. I don't know what's up today. <laughs> Jeez, Andy. Jeez. Uh, no, yeah, I, I try to stay up on top of men's fashion. I try to. Well, now I'm just trying to figure out now, who do I actually know for longer? Was it Kyle or Dave? Uh, you and I met in fifth grade, so probably Kyle. Yeah, and you and I met in fourth grade. Mrs. Stanowski's class. Ah. Were you and Powell Albertson? Yep. Okay, so that's that helps, too. And then we were locker partners in <laughs> seventh grade? And seventh? Or no, seventh, yeah. Yeah. And sixth eight. and eighth? I think so, yeah. Ah. yeah. I just remember sixth grade, I was next to Leah Heath, who used to kick me all the time. <laughs> right in my shin. What is, you know... I while, don't know. While we're talking about other topics, I'm going to Facebook and find out what that girl's up to these days. <laughs> oh, Facebook. <laughs> yes. All right. Ooh. It's a sad, sad... Speaking of Facebook, if you actually want to look at some of our topics, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, Real quick, because I just noticed this and I wanted to say something earlier. Another random note is since I'm in California and it's the sun is setting, everybody and their mother is posting a Twitter post, a tweet, if you will, or a Facebook post about the sunset. I've seen, I don't even need to leave my apartment. I've seen the sunset from Long Beach to Malibu tonight. I haven't leave my bedroom. It's a sunset. I, I know. I've seen four pictures in the last ten minutes of a sunset. I mean, you know, like, some of them can be really cool. This, this last summer, Andy and I and Kate and, and Laura were all over on the west side of the state. We saw the sunset over Lake Michigan, but it's a sunset. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I take a picture of a sunset now and then, but I, I don't think it's got to be promoted. Anyways, I just thought I'd throw that little note in there. So, random topics. Andy. Okay, just going on my Twitter feed, just to say the last thing that showed up on my Twitter feed was Will Wheaton saying that, yes, Anne and I 
both got carded at dinner. Thank you for asking. Aww. That's just the last thing that showed up on my tweet list. <laughs> oh, Twitter. But yes, Facebook. Yes. Is having a fight with Google yeah. about um, the fact that Facebook is pretty much a closed system. There is no okay. when, you, when you sign in for Facebook. Originally, you used to just be able to go and when you go, like get on there, like oh, let's see, import your email contact list, and then we can uh, we'll see who's on your each email list, who's also on Facebook, and we'll send a friend request for you. Right. Well, Google was like, um, how come we can't do it the other way around? So how come you can't get the email contacts for everybody else who is your Facebook friend because Facebook is a closed system. You can't you can upload pictures to Facebook, but you can't really download them. You can, you can save hmm. your screenshots basically, but they they are stuck on the whatever size Facebook puts them at. It's didn't, didn't they just change that though? They they did make it bigger, yeah. but it's still there is a size limit. It's not like Flickr okay. where you could have the original image gotcha. size that you could still let people download. Right, I got you. And it's Facebook is a pretty closed system. So Google said, okay, well if you guys are not going to share information with us, we're not going to share information for you. So Google blocked the ability for Facebook to import your Gmail contact list. Good, Google. Good. Okay. Well, that's not that's only the first half of the story because it seems now that on Monday when this episode is released, this may or may not happen, but it seems pretty um, sure that there's going to be an announcement called basically Project Titan, which is Facebook's internal name for it. But you're going to be able to get a dot Facebook or a at Facebook.com email address. Too late. Oh, oh joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I it it's too late for what they're talking about in here. It's too late. Yeah, it's they can okay. try it, but Google already has businesses. Google is already right. starting to eat into the Microsoft Exchange stuff. Yeah, with Gmail and for I, your I, domain. Right, and with Gmail, you have you have access to so many other applications versus Facebook's. Right. Their app Facebook is. Do you have access to games? I mean, yeah, that's so you're going to get access to Facebook, your little at Facebook.com email address, and then any of their applications versus Google. You have the whole entire Google app suite, Gmail, um, you know, Google Docs. There's so many more options if you went with Google right. than if you stick if you were to go with Facebook. Titan, the, I, I've never heard of it before, and I can't imagine anyone's going like this is not going to take off. I agree. I, I don't know. Supposedly also what might be coming down the pipe soon is that Facebook might have their own search engine based off of yeah. sorting its results based off of your friend's preferences. Ooh. If I'm searching for things like GamePro Magazine... <laughs> It may not actually show up because... I'm just going to be really afraid when I start... You know, if I ever have to do a search for, like, porn... <laughs> <laughs> I'd be very concerned about what that's going to tell me about my friends and what that will tell my friends about me. <laughs> this sounds like a very bad idea. Yeah, I am I am not pro this idea of Facebook taking over my life. I can handle Google doing it, but I don't need Google and Facebook doing it. But they both care enough about you that they really want to be your one-stop shop for everything. Yeah, well, Google is beating Facebook to it pretty solidly. Um, yeah. My phone has a G in its name, and I'm pretty sure that G stands for Google. <laughs> and if it doesn't, then not more than an inch below it, it does say, with Google. <laughs> I have yet to see a phone that says on the actual hard case of the phone with Facebook. I'm just thinking about this, how most places of business actually block Facebook because of your ability to, because it's a time waster. People will spend hours on Facebook. I don't know how. I can only spend... 
I can only spend, I guess, an hour on Facebook at one time. Not even that. Why is it? Well, I'm I'm playing my two Facebook games. Which are? It. Um, the Assassin's Creed Facebook game Ooh. and the CSI Facebook game. Interesting. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's all I basically... And I every once in a while will comment on somebody's Facebook post. But, <laughs> but I'm thinking, of, like, if you have your email on Facebook... You either A, are going to have to unblock Facebook, right. or B, people are just going to be stuck without being able to access their email. I mean, I can't see, I can see maybe the younger generation, if you will, the teeny boppers that... My students. Yes, that live on Facebook more so than, you know, say ourselves um, or a little bit older than us, maybe taking to this idea of a Facebook email. But I, I, I don't know. I feel like people who are in college now, out of college, you know, in their mid-30s, are too wrapped up into Gmail and too dedicated to it, I guess, to an extent that they would even really, you know, think about switching over to, to Facebook. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. It's, there's just too yeah. much bad things about it. I would say it'd be more of a hassle for me to switch because, like you said, Dave, that, you know, they have the business side as well. I couldn't imagine having to check business emails on Google um, and then switching over to Facebook to check personal email and then back to Google for any other need that I have. Like that just seems too much back and forth, you know, without any kind of good result. It's all just a big slap fight and then we're stuck in the middle. Yep. We'll find out exactly what happens after this episode um, is recorded, but basically before, no, after this episode airs. So oh, okay. But we'll talk about it next week when something actually <laughs> House, yeah, whatever this event on Monday is, we'll talk about it next week and be like, you know, yeah, that was going to be really funny. The event on Monday, Mark Zuckerberg walks on stage. We've been bought by Google. That'd be nuts. Speaking, speaking of that, money in exchange with Google, did you guys see and hear about the Google engineer that was bought out by Google to stay, essentially, and not go to Facebook? Oh, the, really? The, I, uh, yeah. What was it, a 10% raise? And uh, everybody at Google, I think, is getting, what, a 10% raise and, like, a $1,000 bonus? Yeah. Year? To stay at Google. I mean, like, just out of the blue. Hey, guys, uh, yeah. stay here. Yeah. Well, pretty much, they had a guy that tried to leave. Facebook made him an offer, and Google countered with a little bit of a raise and then three and a half million dollars worth of stock to stay. Oh my God. I mean, the guy took it like you'd be an idiot not to. But uh, I guess they have they had cases of someone, another engineer that got taken. Facebook made an offer. Google countered it with the guy was making one hundred and fifty thousand a year. Google said we'll give you I think it was a 10, a 15 percent raise and five hundred thousand dollars in stock to stay. And the guy turned it down and went to Facebook. So they just raised their bid next. <laughs> yeah. So the next person it happened to, they just went all out wild and just said, no, no you stay. Well, there actually has been a, basically a brain drain from Google for a little while now, yep. which I, I could not. If I Hey, if I got a Google job, I have no problem keeping that Google job because right. it's Google. Yeah, I definitely want to keep that job. Especially if I was offered stock options. Oh, God. Oh, man. That was the one time I, like, I, I mean, wish I had Google's money to stock invest really, when it Google's first started. Really probably can't go that much higher. I mean, like, yeah. it, it's pretty yeah. up there. Was it 590 like, or something right now? Yeah, it, it's hovering around six. 600. Yeah, I'll verify it. Continue going. And that's, I mean, that's a little overvalued in, in my opinion. We uh, we closed the week at 603.29. So $603.29. A share. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> must must be I, nice. 
Uh, so speaking I, of Google, I tell you guys because I've got the uh, the millionaire app on Android, which is you know here's a hundred thousand dollars, go invest it. Yeah, I dropped that stuff into Activision because Cataclysm's coming out next month. Pre-orders are out, yep. and they just did uh, the. In fact, I think Andy, if this isn't one of your gigantic list of topics, it should be. Uh, Black Ops broke every record for first day sales. I was trying to go this entire episode not talking about Black Ops. Too bad. <laughs> Damn it. That's why it's not on the list. It's the one – because Black Ops, everybody was like, oh, Black Ops. Like going through my list of the news topics from the past week, All right, there well, was not will, one I could – We will only briefly talk about it in that it broke first day sale records across yeah. the board. Amazing. There was a million people on it within the first 24 hours playing Black Ops multiplayer. That's A million crazy. people on Xbox Live right then and there. I mean, Halo didn't even do that. No, it it's bigger than Halo, which is seems odd, but it is. Oh wow. my goodness! But uh, so I've I, I invested some of my fake money in Activision, and it's done pretty well. Right before their quarter call, too. Oh, it's a brilliant idea. Good job. Any has any has anyone uh, played Black Ops yet? No. Nope. <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> I have a job and a half. <laughs> I haven't played anything. <laughs> I've I've waited ten years as you guys did for StarCraft 2. I was so excited about it. Couldn't wait. Wanted to buy it. It came out. Kept telling myself I'd buy it. Here it is. Three, four months after it's out and I still don't own it. Still haven't played it. And apparently, ten years, I can continue going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got hired to work at a high school. Oh, congratulations, Dave. Thank you. But it means I have no free time whatsoever at all. Yeah, free time's overrated. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Who just dinged with Mario? I, that was me. I apologize. It's my fault. Okay, so do you want to stay with Google? Do you want to move to StarCraft? Let's see. Well, uh, StarCraft oh. would be a good one because we just talked about that. Yeah, right. it seems. Okay, so Star. you think of Korea, South Korea, and StarCraft. Yeah. And it's like a national you know, sport. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly. They just you think of StarCraft, you think of South Koreans who are masters Which is at the game. A, a little stereotypical, but okay. Uh, over the over <laughs> half of the original games sold worldwide, half of them were sold to somebody in South Korea. Out of so there's what five, five million games of StarCraft sold worldwide were sold to people in South Korea. Okay, that's crazy. <laughs> so if you're trying to tell me to be stereotypical. Five million people in South Korea bought StarCraft. Wow. So, and you think, okay, it's literally, it's a televised sport in Korea. There are people who are making money playing StarCraft in Korea. So you think, oh, hey, StarCraft 2, it's going to be big in Korea. Mm. Not so much. I don't know, because they're, they're so heavily invested in the first one. I mean, it, it's like... Looking at NFL and what was it? it was the XNFL? Yeah. Like the extreme football league or it's the, the XFL? XFL. Yeah. XFL. X the extreme football league. It, what, what was it called? What did it say? The, the extreme football league. Extreme oh, football league. It, it was, um, you know, it was football but more. And, but well, it was put on basically by the McMahons who were doing wrestling at the time. So yeah, uh, you guys, I I feel like in, oh never mind. I got it. this new wow. Skype beta is kind of wild. Dave, check out their original website. It's still online. Who's oh, the XFLs? Oh yeah. <laughs> Is oh, it yeah. XFL.com? It's, it's official XFL.com. Official FXL.com. All right, let me check this out. Yeah. Ah, that's probably my bad. Sorry. <laughs> Phone was near the... What the hell? <laughs> All right. This, well, now I have to go to this. Let's look at this code. What? Yeah. Oh, God, it's table hacked. Yes. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. Body background gif on load equals. <laughs> this is awesome. Awful JavaScript. I mean, it has JavaScript. There's at least that. What's in the header? Is there any CSS on this page at all? Yeah. Oh my god, it has CSS. Wait. If it has CSS, why is it table hacked? <laughs> Someone didn't know what they were doing, probably. But I apparently am incorrect that this is not the true official XFL.com way. The XFL Wait, so official effects, or sorry, official XFL.com is not the official XFL website. Correct. There is a XFL.com, but it's no longer loading, probably because they took it down. So for podcast purposes, this is the XFL.com. Oh yeah, here it is. XFL closes shop. Can this be? <laughs> Talk it up in our new extreme. Dream talk for us. <laughs> Where everything is automatically caps locked. Powered by <laughs> PHP BB, copyright 2005. <laughs> This board like, has no forums. I feel like the situation in Polly D from George, Jersey Shore would hang out on this website. <laughs> wow. XFL. My God. Copyright 2008. I'm trying to look up the who is on this website, but it's taking forever and a day. Oh, here we go. ChicagoEnforcers.com. They're broken links. <laughs> yeah, they're all. I'm checking every team. None of the teams work. I hope everyone listening. No, Chicago Enforcers, it, it's a blog, I think. Really? Powered by Yahoo Answers. Um, wow. Okay. I'm going to get off well, this before I, hope I pick up a really or tangent we just went off on. <laughs> so anyway, StarCraft in Korea. Yeah, this is awesome. All right, Andy. Oh, the register yeah. of official XFL.com is a James Harnett from Felton, California. So James, this one goes out to you. <laughs> <laughs> James, you'd like to dedicate this like episode to you. I feel like we need some low jazz music. I need like a 40 of beer just to pour one out for for this man. Take one for me in the XFL. So just like the XFL, StarCraft 2 is not really that big. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of shocking. But then again, I mean, StarCraft took a couple years to really find its place in Korea. Yeah, but it's also, if you think about it, StarCraft 2 was the whole thing about no online or no land play. It must be like run through battle.net and a bunch of yeah. other draconian DRM sort of things. Oh, Probably that's not- hardly draconian. Yeah, but it's still a DRM issue, so maybe that's also not it helping is, but things you know, It's not that Google's going to come and cut your hand off. <laughs> you stole the game? Oh, Muslim law. I wonder, you know, let's see. Draconian. That is not the kind of draconian I want. Dragoon online. Probably go from Draco in Athenian Law Scribe. Draco. So Dave, if oh, you're using Draco. Google for this, are you using the Google Instant Preview? No, I'm using Wikipedia for this, Andy. Oh. Well, if you're using Google, you could, you could use... First there was Google Instant Search, and now there is Google Instant Preview, mm-hmm. which no joke really? gives you a basically snapshot. a thumb, yeah, mm-hmm. a little thumbnail st- snapshot of your link on the right side of the page when you hover over the search results. Let's check this out. I've got it. I don't know if other people have got it yet or not. I don't think so. You said it. So, yeah, uh, draconian laws were, were basically like even yep. for minor, minor penalty was the death sentence. Like for minor things, this was like, all right, you're dead. Oh, That's yep. It, I've, if you don't have it right away, look at the little magnifying glasses on the right side. Yes. Now, Someone's very car. much. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I apologize. <laughs> Dude, for this. what is? I you know I I spent the first part of this podcast defending you, but what the heck is going on over there? It's it's like Mardi Gras out here. It's crazy. Just. 
it's it's a little background noise for the users here. Okay. Um, Michigan won today, which is awesome. But Denard Robinson tried to punt. Yeah, it's all over the cover of, or front of who right now. Not to Wait. switch from from Google or anything. Eleven yard, <laughs> eleven yard punt. Yeah. Yes. It was, it was ugly. It was a trick punt. Yeah. Oh. So Google TV now, came out. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Back, back it up a topic. Hold on. Okay. I want to say this real quick. That just like the instant search, the instant preview um, bans foul language or dirty words. If you search – because I, I listened to the, the actual uh, press conference about when they introduced instant search and they mentioned how certain words would not would show up search? in instant search results. They'd be blocked or blanked. Um, and it, sure enough, if I did it just for this. If you search the word sex or whatever, that the Wikipedia will show – Anything that, you know, is adult rated will not show a preview. There you go. When I search for sex, the first thing that comes up is the Michigan Sex Offender Registry. (laughs) Thank you, Google. Same here. So there's the Michigan and then the National. Interesting. The the second suggestion on the list of suggestions is Sex in the City. Wow. So sex offenders or sex in the city. So Which can I, you know, I wonder if that's because safe search is on? Possibly, because mine is not on, and I've got different results than you guys do. Do I have safe search? I didn't. I thought I had turned off safe search. But, but hey, maybe it's location-based. Well, I know that we've gone over this a long time ago, is that when we uh, had one of our guests, or not one of our guests, one of our listeners search for U of M, they would actually get University of Minnesota before University of Michigan. But when yeah. we would search for really U of M... Funny is when they, they posted the search link from Google, we'd click it, and it would show U of M at the top. Interesting. We're like, we don't know what he's talking about. Us? U of M? <laughs> Interesting. All right. Sorry, Andy. Go back to your topic that you were I'm also out. just curious. The Google Doodle for today is something about, oh, Robert Louis Stevenson. Okay. Yes. Yep. Got it. I was wondering why there was a pirate on my Google. <laughs> So, Google TV, it yeah. came out. It's supposed to connect the TV and the web together. Yep. Well, it seems all the TV guys don't want yes. um, their Google TV to stream the full episode stuff. So, they're blocking Google TV from accessing any of their episodes online. Yeah, this is just stupid. And what's going to end up happening is Google is going to pay them money. Yep. Hey, it's all about the money. That's what the movie industry was telling about the next time the Netflix contract comes up. They're going to, like, we're going to basically put Netflix. Netflix nuts and advice. Yeah, except that I'm not sure how well that's going to work because Netflix shuts down and then no one watches the movies anymore. Uh, I I mean, there's no other distribution channel. Hollywood video is is basically gone. Blockbuster is still going down the toilet. It's it's true. I mean, I guess you have you have Redbox. Do you guys have those? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like a vending machine. Mm -hmm. They're in Myers. Okay. Oh, Myers. How I miss Myers so much. All you have is what the Walmart superstore. (laughs) No, I mean, I, I have plenty of options aside from Walmart. We have, uh, grocery-wise, we have a slew of things, uh, but mostly Target, I think. Oh, the Target uh, Super Centers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which seems to be a little bit more pricier than just going to the grocery store. So, anyways, huh. I, I am not pro Google TV. I, I was, um, just, it doesn't seem, it seems like too much. It's information overload. When when I want to watch something and, and use my computer to watch it on my monitor or on my TV, I just want to watch it. I, I don't want to search Google and have, you know, 10,000 results for My Name is Earl. I just want the episode. Like Hulu, I search My Name is Earl, I get My Name is Earl. Um, so I am I am not pro Google TV. Oh, Hulu came in the news this week. 
Uh-oh. Guess how much money they made over the last year. $210 million. $240 million. Hulu? Yeah. Made, like, profit or just... Or revenue. Took in, took in $240 million in revenue. Okay, so we... Because we have no idea what their expenditure is. No, but um, the year before, in 2009, it was $108 million, So they definitely had a better, bigger year. Wow. That's quite a... What's quite really a weird is... That big. The um, Hulu is introducing personalized advertising addressing users by name, which seems to me a little weird. I don't want to be basically like watching TV and my TV goes, hey, Andy, how's it going? Do you have hemorrhoids? Try this hemorrhoid cream. Because it's got to be worse than it. It's got to be like, do you, Andy Lowe, have hemorrhoids? (laughs) Well, then, Andy Lowe, you should go and buy. I mean, no. (laughs) What are they going to do for me? I'm going to get a bunch of Mr. Pele. (laughs) Mr. Pele. Do you like soccer? <laughs> no! <laughs> I like it much better when the ball is smaller about and, and flattened down into a little disc. The field is smaller, the nets are smaller, and it's on ice. Also known as hockey for yes. those uh, viewers who might have gotten lost in all that. <laughs> well, what, was the, what was the old joke that a hockey hockey's actually the combination of three sports? Football, soccer, and... No, no, it was trying trying to run on ice, trying to hit a little tiny ball with a big long stick, and a boxing match. <laughs> I could see it as being golf, figure skating, and football. Ooh, golf, figure skating, wow. <laughs> Maybe soccer. I- Four sports, if you can count golf and figure skating as a sport. Maybe just three. Maybe those two together constitute a sport. Oh my god, I just invented a new sport. <laughs> Figure skating golf. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> so Hulu can actually tell for with a 99% certainty whether or not you're male or female just by looking at your video viewing history. That's creepy. Very, very. And I should go and just turn on Sex in the City on Hulu just to confuse it. <laughs> What's great now, though, is um, the Hulu ads. In the future, supposedly, you should be you can be able to swap them out. So if you don't want to watch a dog food commercial, you could swap it out for a car commercial or vice versa. Hmm. Why? I don't want to watch commercials anyway. No, I care. Why do I want to reorganize? <laughs> I'd pick, like, the longest commercials possible just so that I'd get a chance to get up and go to, like, the kitchen. Well, that's why you watch the commercial and you pause it. But then as soon as you pause it, then it will start another commercial. I actually used not to know do that way anymore. around watching the commercials. Mm. I, I will say that I give Hulu mad props right now for having the complete first season of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. See, that, Kyle, that's how they get the 99% thing. <laughs> I, I would agree. It's kind of between, you know, if your choice is between He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and My Little Ponies... <laughs> It's That's actually tough. pretty easy to tell with a 99% certainty which one is which. <laughs> My Little Ponies. That's a classic. That's a classic episode or classic TV show right there. Yeah. My Little oh. Ponies and Rainbow Bright. Although I did watch Rainbow Bright when I was very little. And Care Bears. That was a classic. Care Bears Stare. Never watched Care Bears, actually. Oh, they had power that came out of their stomach. How could you not watch that? Uh, yeah, that, that's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> what did I watch when I was younger? Um, Wacky Races. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see, the Carmen Sandiego. Yep. Reboot. Ooh. Carmen Sandiego, but the game show of Carmen Sandiego, right? No, the the, the cartoon also. Oh, yeah, the cartoon. right, yeah, with the, the two agents. Yep. Was a, that was a tough video game, by the way. We've talked about that several times. <laughs> yes, I'm not allowed to talk hard. about that anymore. Right. 
So we're not going down that road. All right. So uh, Netflix. MTV. Okay, Netflix. Speaking of Redbox, you'd think Netflix <laughs> is all about the. Sorry, I'm just going trying to go back to the most previous topics, topics. topic that still Sorry. works. Go yeah. topics. Um, Netflix also had their quarter call recently, and um, there's a little nugget in there that most people didn't really notice right away. But the quote is: "In Q4, a majority of Netflix subscribers will watch more content streamed from Netflix than delivered on DVD. With that transition in the business from mostly DVD to mostly streaming, this will be the last quarter the company will report the DVD metrics." Mm. Wow. So I get Netflix is basically going to be a streaming media company now rather than a DVD by mail company. Well, okay. Yeah. Raise your hand if you didn't see that coming because just to double check, you both don't have your hands up, right? No. Nope. Okay, good. <laughs> I remember trying out Netflix with that instant streaming, and then that was back when you actually had a limit of how much you were allowed to stream at one time. Right, and now you month. look at it, you're like, well, I don't need the DVDs anymore. <laughs> Granted, I have some unique tastes, so I'm not sure if I ever went back to my Netflix queue, how many of that would actually still be an instant watch versus required by DVDs. Because I'm like the, the, the documentary like Helvetica or Objectified, or that sort of stuff. Um, a lot of the documentaries are on instant queue. They are? Yeah. Damn. In so, fact, it's probably one of the largest genres on Instinct Q is documentary. <laughs> so I wonder if they're going to change their pricing model at this point. Because right now, I think you have to get the second cheapest uh, plan to be able to stream anything. Mm. Andy, I just, what? you and your coffee-sipping Waldo picture needs to stop showing up. <laughs> oh, the Facebook things? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry to divert the topic. I'm on, I'm on the MTV owners, whatever. We can get to that in a sec. But of the 70,228 people who like Kotaku, Andy's picture is in the middle of the five that they show. <laughs> this is the second time that's happened. Oh, good times. And sorry, yeah. Kyle, I completely interrupted you, so go back to what you were saying. No, no you're fine. I was, I was looking at something, so it worked out. Um, $8.99 a month, you can instantly watch TV, and episode, TV episodes and movie streaming over the net. And then I think you get one DVD out at a time as well. So it looks like that might be the cheapest plan you can get with instant so, download and one DVD. So $9 a month. So how many months until Netflix actually just creates a streaming-only subscription plan? Uh, given that this is the last quarter they are reporting their DVDs, I'd say fewer than four. Yeah, I I would agree. I, I second that, Dave. I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to say it's summer. So I'm going to say at least six. Actually, summer would be more than six. It's November. Summer. You're on, we're on month eleven. Yes, and summer starts in late June. June is June is summer. You got to be kidding me. No, summer officially starts on in. in uh, I thought. Well, no. Yes, yeah, the summer solstice, but the the temperature lag cause is summer is basically. Come on, Dave. You're a teacher. Okay. Yes. Uh, you're saying left- summer does not happen until late July or late June. No, late June. According to meteorologists, summer extends for the whole months of June, July, and August. When is your last day of classes? I don't know. <laughs> He doesn't have to worry about that yet. So the question becomes, when do you start your summer break? I don't know. (laughs) I'm trying to look it up right now. 
Andy, I'm trying to get through next week. I'm not thinking that far ahead. Okay. So speaking of movies and TV, one last, haha, one back last, to the TV. One last note on the Netflix thing. Yep. According to their website, which is horribly designed for anyone that wants to find any information out. Of course. But, uh, according to how Netflix, net, how Netflix works under their FAQs, it says that it alludes that there's only one pricing plan, and that's eight ninety nine a month, unlimited TV and movie watching, and one DVD a month, or one DVD at a time. Excuse me. They don't list the four plan. No, I can't find anything that actually gets my the plans huh. under the FAQs. Now, maybe if you sign up and start a trial, it'll it'll show something. But uh. so, Andy, the last day of school for students is Thursday, the 9th of June. Uh, which means my summer vacation probably starts sometime in the week after that. So you're talking early June. No, because the week after that would be the 13th. But I know. But for students, summer break starts on June 10th. That is uh, not for late school, June. Yes, but if you go out to some schools on the West Coast, that yep. is actually very different, right, Kyle? Yes, sir. Because they don't start till well after Labor Day. Yep. Crazy West Coast hippies. And I was incorrect on the Netflix. There are like 10 plans. I, I, lo- yeah. I logged in and actually looked at choosing a plan, but they don't tell you that until you get inside Netflix. So. Right. Anyways. anyways. Uh, why is my dash empty in Codita? Because I deleted your account and didn't tell you about it until now. Okay. Because it let me log in. It's just nothing showing up. It's a good question. Mine's not empty. Maybe you deleted something. Maybe Andy was trying to program something in Java for this Android app. <laughs> On Codita. What's my... Why would I do that? I've got Eclipse. Yeah, I've got a lot of divs that are hidden. <laughs> Just hidden divs? Yeah. Well, Firebug is, is, you know, lets me look at them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've got a lot of divs that are hidden. Interesting. But I don't know, man. Uh, there's, there's like nothing there. That's, it's really weird. What, uh, we'll look at it when we get off, off here. Okay. I'll look at Sounds it. Sounds good. So, HDTVs. Yeah, for like 200 bucks at Target on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, really? like a 40-inch for, the, it's a rumor, Target hasn't come out and admitted this, but the rumor is 40-inch uh, HDTVs for 250 bucks. BFads.net. I might be getting a, be getting a new Good luck. Target. Target Black Friday ads, all categories. Televisions. Early bird specials only. There's a 46-inch inch HDTV for $450. Ooh. Uh, there's a 40-inch for $300 at Target. Still, that's a steal. Yeah. yeah. There are some, there's like a, I think um, Best Buy might be having a, like a 24-inch for 200 bucks or something like that. Yeah. There's a 24 1080p for $189.99. So $190. Yeah. So, majority of U.S. households now have an HDTV. It's at 56% now. Okay. But only 13% of total viewing on cable and 19% of broadcast TV is actually HD content. So everybody, we have a majority of U.S. households that have HD TVs, but 80% of them or more are still watching standard definition content. And I'm betting a majority of those people have that thing freaking stretched. Oh, yeah. You have the 4x3 content, and you stretch it out to 16x9, and it's, oh. I mean, it's beautiful. <laughs> It's beautiful because it, the, the heads look so squashed. It's like everybody just got put through a press of some kind. Interesting. Yeah, 44% of homes either do not have an HD set or HD service. One third of programming is still viewed on a standard TV set. And wow. 20% of viewing is through non-HD feeds on HD TVs. So, the, so it seems the TVs are there, but either A, people don't know how to access the HD content, or two, the HD content isn't there at all. So huh. that, that that's uh, some food for thought there. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. 
And Viacom wants to sell Rock Band. Yeah, um, they don't want to sell Rock Band. They want to sell harmonics. They want to sell harmonics. They're probably going to try and keep Rock Band. (laughs) So basically just trying to buy the company that owns the name sort of thing? I guess. Interesting. So it seems that Viacom says that they want to... The the wording during the Viacom quarter call, this is great that you have all these things right after all the quarter calls came out, is Viacom wants to work at producing content, but not for consoles. They say they, they don't have the correct focus for producing console games. So what? That's, that's what the guy said. He says that the consoles are not part of our focus. So they're still creating content, but not, I guess, console video games. Interesting. Yeah. Very. Huh. Yeah. I so don't how are we doing on, on time, Andy? Because I, I, we've got a lot more to go through, and I don't think we're going to get through it. Uh, I, I, I worry about time. You worry about knowing Yeah, things. except whenever you worry about time, it ends up being an hour and a half into it, and then we're like, oh, crap. <laughs> well, now we're just wasting time talking about time rather than going through the topics. Yes, but if we are out of time, then we need to move on. But we're not out of time yet. What I consider out of time and what you consider out of time may be two very different things. Hey, I do the editing. I know exactly how much time we need to fill in order to get the correct amount of time. Okay. Well, let's finish this up then. Okay. Connect we... costs $56 per unit. <laughs> and sells for 150 And it's been hacked. Already. Yes, oh, my God. It has been hacked. I'd like to point out that this is not anywhere near the worst offender of uh, price versus cost. Oh, yeah. I mean, the iPhone costs them now something like 28 bucks per phone. But still, it's wow. fifty-six to or thirty-six to one hundred and fifty dollars, <laughs> and I love how there was a bounty put out on hacking the Connect drivers. Yep, yeah, well, the guy who first hacked them uh, wasn't doing it for the bounty. No, he's doing it for his own profit, actually. Oh, well, that's that's not as fun. <laughs> no, but it has been like seriously hacked at this point, and it's only basically been what a week. Yeah. And the Connect uh, injuries have already started to um, come out. Yeah, these are these are like the Wiimote through the TVs, though. Well, just it's a 25-second clip, and it ends with the father literally elbowing the son right in the face so hard that he just slurs him. <laughs> it's entertaining. Yeah, and then the mom shrieks with the, oh, my God. And then the the, uh, the clip ends, but still, it's just you're just watching, and you're thinking, okay, something's going to happen, something's going to happen, and then literally, bam. Something happens. In the face. Ooh. So on the Jalopnik Gawker page, I have Andy's picture again. <laughs> Which it's one are you talking picture. about? Are you talking about the... Um... The red key turns your boss Mustang into a race car. Yes. Yeah, that is an awesome... How does the, awesome idea. How does well, the key ev- change the car? Because everything is run through the computers. The powertrain control... The PCM is basically your computer inside your car that controls the valve timing, the all the electronic controls and everything. Because the olden days, if you had to fix your car, you brought it with a wrench. Nowadays, the people <laughs> plug a laptop in the, into the... Uh, as, as the first step, yes, I, I understand that. But there, well, there's so now, two keys. So, yeah, there's, one there's key... a black key and a red key. And the, the black key starts the engine. It, it's your normal car key it does the 400 and uh, go go ahead andy go ahead well the red key um adjusts the cam timing spark maps engine braking fuel control and other engine parameters more than 200 in total to basically turn it into a race car Hmm. so but it's going to be uh guzzling yes oh yeah so (laughs) you you have why do you have two keys instead of like a button in the car that says you know like 
economy mode, non-economy mode. Well, because this is a aftermarket thing sold by Ford racing dealers. Mm. Yep. So the, it's it's basically, it's the car is just a normal car. And then if you want to turn it into a race car, you just go to your Ford racing dealer, buy the track key, and you put it in there, turn your car, and it will reprogram your computer in your car so to make it. it. It's not even that the key will reprogram. It's just the key probably activates a second program or or it's just a bunch of values in the key and i'm wondering how long it's going to take for that to get cracked <laughs> i Probably i don't know all. but i mean because what they're doing is basically the same thing canon does with their cameras right you put in all the high-end stuff and then you cripple it oh hey that that happens with some of the graphics cards right you have the high-end chips and they just <laughs> cripple them to work they close off some of the pipes right so I mean, Canon doesn't even really close the pipes. They just firmware control it down. So is that going to be the case with my car? And if so, when will that be opened by people? Well, we already knew that the ODB2 ports, o- OBD2 ports have already been hacked. We already talked about that a couple weeks ago. So right. it, the key is basically an official hack, which is a little ridiculous. but Just a little. So Andy, I'm going to say this now before I, I can't say it without paying Nintendo more of my money. It's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, that's... I, I think we have the wrong link on here, though. I What we need to do is, instead of link to this, we need to link to the Stephen Colbert examples. <laughs> he had a, a fantastic take on this topic. But I had this linked before Stephen Colbert did his thing on TV the other day. Well, that's the problem with only recording once a week. (laughs) I love how this, they're looking to trademark, it's on like Donkey Kong, to quote, do it in honor of the upcoming November 21st launch. No. That's why they're doing it. They're doing it to honor the launch of the Donkey Kong game coming out on the Wii. And so they can sue anytime someone says it and make extra money. Yeah. Oh. Because it's on like Donkey Kong. All right, uh, so we need to quickly go through the rest of them if you want. It seems actually late merging is better. Yeah, it's still a jackass move. I know. I always am a fan of the rolling roadblock because then it just blocks the people so you don't have to worry about zippering. It's just the people behind you that you have to worry about. Yep. Come come drive in Los Angeles again, Andy, and late merging is the norm. Yeah, I, I had no idea that it's a Michigan phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Kyle, I do not want to drive in L.A. again. <laughs> so... But by, by what this says, should I start late merging? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going it to seems like that science has proved that the assholes were right. <laughs> I don't like I feel like such an ass when I do it though. Well, but hey. think about how much further ahead you are. The assholes were right. That's that's all I can say about right. that. But what I mean what this guy's doing in the picture is not. Th- that's well, yeah. That's that's a total asshole move right there. That that takes the cake. I mean, I cut someone off late yesterday merging, and I cut at least forty minutes out of my drive home. So, oops. All right. So late merging it is. Yep. yep. Somebody spent three hundred, or somebody bought in-game items worth three hundred thirty-five thousand dollars for virtual items. Cool. Yeah. Why? I, I, someone is selling an Apple One computer motherboard on, on Christie's. So yes, you can Christie's your place for fine art auctions and also buying an Apple One computer for $160,000. I Andy, that's what I want for Christmas. Just thought I'd let you know. Okay, how about I just get you all the parts and your 8K of RAM? <laughs> I'll build it. And then you can build it, yeah. 
Well, Go given on. that he, Cal, you you live in L.A., right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's relatively near where Wozniak lives, if I'm not mistaken. Where does he live? Do you know? Uh, I believe he lives in Pasadena. Oh, okay. So yeah, he lives to the east of me. Right, but not significant. I mean, it's it's not that that long a drive, relatively speaking. Well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> It is. Uh, but, I mean, it, if you went and bid on this, you could go and get it signed by Wozniak, who probably has already touched it. That is true. And that the value of this could double. I could make a profit. Yes, Dave. you could go back and resell it. Dave, this is genius. Andy, why can't you come up with an idea like that? Because I'm too busy face-palming myself right now. <laughs> Less time with your face in your palm, more idea thinking about ways to make money. <laughs> Well, how about this? An idea of if somebody is going to send you something on your Am- from Amazon, that it will automatically turn it into a gift card instead in case it's a bad gift. So I could send it back and just get the money? Well, you, it won't even send it back. It will automatically turn it, it, it like won't even get shipped to you. It will just turn it automatically into a gift card. How does it know if it's a bad gift? Um, because you ahead of time would set up rules that say convert all gifts from this person into a gift certificate. Interesting. So if someone has a very bad history of giving you bad gifts you're like you know what screw it anytime andy tries to send me something it's i oh I, did i say andy i'm uh, uh no uh, but anytime anyone tries you know like oh, when was the well, last time andy. i actually gave you a present i have no idea <laughs> now that i have income i'm planning on actually like buying christmas gifts for people this year or hanukkah gifts or whichever kwanzaa kwanzaa <laughs> yeah I, I agree it should be kwanzaa Oh, there's some actually some really interesting rules suggested here. Yeah. Convert all VHSs to DVDs. No clothes with such and such. Oh, so I could probably do like no food with wheat. Mm-hmm. In case you're wondering, this is the patent that Amazon recently came out with, and they just got it recently approved. So. So it's not. I mean, there's it's probably nowhere near implemented. But no, but it is a neat idea for. Yeah. It's like the magical Christmas box. You open it up, you put it in. It was an ugly sweater. You open it up and pull it out. Hey, it's a DVD. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for the win. (laughs) Look at you. Now look at me. Now look at my hand. What's in my hand? The tickets are now diamonds. <laughs> what tickets were those? Have you not seen the Old Spice commercial? The two tickets to the thing that you love. Some of them. Now, now look, like, look back and look at again. What are the t- the tickets are now diamonds? <laughs> oh, someone uh, claimed the bounty on the Connect. By the way, they did. Ah. Yep. Huh. Supports de- depth and red, green, blue images. Displays them on OpenGL window. Wow. So a week. Um, so GameStop is now selling downloadable content in the stores. So not, now you can drive to a store to buy downloadable content and you have to go back home to download. Oh, because that, that sounds like a, a reasonable thing to do. Yeah, what this means is basically the GameStop employees, when they're trying to sell you your game, are going to try and upsell you the strategy guide and whatever downloadable content is currently available. That you could get from home yeah. for the same amount of money. Yep. <laughs> I like my, my GameStop employee friend. But the company, you know, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, Dave, <laughs> the company hurts my head sometimes. They're obsolete and they know it and they're doing their best to save it. So um, last two things, I guess the LHC is making plasma now by smashing lead together. Yay. They turned it on. Well, they actually have been shooting uh, protons around, but now they actually are smashing lead ions yeah, to create I, super like, hot plasma. Now they, they are really turning it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it is the hottest thing ever created in any scientific experiment. Yep. Something like a trillion times hotter than the sun. Yeah, this is like Big Bang sort of plasma. It's Ooh. also got a pretty cool looking picture of the thing smashing together. It's a weird looking bullseye sort of thing. And the G2 has been perma-rooted. Woohoo! 
So no, you don't. Once you install it, you don't have to worry about shutting your phone off, which happens to me Yay. accidentally when I accidentally leave the Wi-Fi on and not plugged in. Oh, it <laughs> loses the power. Mm-hmm. Wi-Fi kind of kills your battery. Yeah, a little bit. Um, usually it turns off your Wi-Fi when you put it to sleep, though, oh. or at least it used to. I don't know. So I think that's everything on the list. Thank God. <laughs> um, oh, wait, no. EA Sports is having some crazy reorganization thing. Eh, eh, eh. Eh. Mm-hmm. So, games that we played a lot of. Dead Rising is this week's game for both of us, actually. Ooh. I've played hours on this game and still not have yet beaten it. I have beaten the game, <gasps> but I have not beaten the like ultimate survival mode. The three days, the seventy-two hour survival mode, or the unlimited yeah. survival mode. Either. Okay. Like I, I haven't beat even the game, which is the the three day long, you know, be at the rooftop at noon. And then there's the overtime mode, and then there's the unlimited time mode. Yeah. I haven't even beat the game. I'm having too much. When I ever start to play the game, like I get the quests, and I'm like, nah, screw this. I'll just go beat up on some zombies. I'll just drive the, the car through the maintenance tunnels until it breaks down, and then run, grab another car, drive it through the maintenance tunnels until it breaks down. Mm-hmm. I would do that. Get a bunch of uh, zombies. Yeah, the katanas, the grenades, a bunch of stuff. Stick a bunch of funny hats on all of them. It's like, it's the game that's a game without even playing the actual game. That's a lot of game. It's metagaming. It's wild. You haven't played Dead Rising yet, Kyle, have you? I have not. I actually, unfortunately, do not have a video game system out here in California with me yet. What do you do? I, You know, I stare at the sunset. (laughs) Through your Twitter feed? Through my Twitter feed and cry that I'm not viewing it in person. But, you know, it's tough. You spend lots (laughs) of hours on the beach. I do. I spend a lot of hours on the beach. The mountains, fancy cars, Hollywood, the usual. I do have to say, it was odd when I was driving through L.A. that I passed a um, Ferrari dealership. That was surprising, but I'm like, oh, wait, Mountain L.A. The, uh, the Tesla dealership is down the street from me. The really hot-looking electric, electric sports car. That's not being made anymore? Yep. They're going for the sedan instead? So I would sick. not. I would not be allowed in a Tesla dealership. I would just bug them too much. <laughs> drive away with one of them, Andy. <laughs> Yeah, but the the amount of information that the Tesla is actually... It records every single bit of information that you use of that car. Every single second, it's saving information to the hard drive in the car. That's crazy. So that whenever you take your Tesla in for the the dealer-performed maintenance, they actually will download your entire driving record, basically, of the car so they can study it and analyze it. I I don't know how I feel about that. I like to speed, and I I don't think anyone else needs to know that. As you announce over the internet. Yeah, as they analyze it. It just doesn't need to be analyzed. This is kind of what I'm getting at here. Yeah. Everybody speeds. Everyone does last-minute merge. Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, in my 1983 Mercedes-Benz, it goes 0 to 60 in 24 seconds. Yes, <laughs> I said 24, not like 2.4 or anything. 24. <laughs> Going 65 on the highway and doing a rolling roadblock during these mergings. That's how I roll. <laughs> Word. Holler. So, random topic. Yeah. I rolled ahead of time. How many times have you changed your AIM screen name, and how has that affected your social life? I have had QS23 since basically before the internet. Wow. I had... Oh, yeah, because you did it with the uh, the bulletin board. Yep. Wow. Oh, I guess I've had two different names I've used, but I've had the same AIM Surfer KE03 
since I got AOL. So oh, Social is good. I've had actually Yoda QS23 since I got instant messaging. That's right. Yeah. See, I, I was doing, I, I think I'm the same as Kyle, though, that we were doing AOL Instant Messenger AIM when it was AOL. Right. Not like there was no AIM Express. There was no alternate. Like you had to be AOL. Yep. That was, that um, was when technology was restrictive. Yeah. Before Google and Facebook tried to take over every email and aspect of your life. Back in the closed garden. And so I think my first one was D-Palay because I wasn't being creative and because my parents was, you know, it was R-Palay and N-Palay. So D-Palay. Uh, and I really wish I had kept that. <laughs> uh, my second one was Mox Wazoo. <laughs> <laughs> Which I stole out of Inquest magazine. <laughs> very nice. My my very first email address. I we were in fifth grade and I didn't know what to do because I didn't want to put my name in it. I mean, because that was you know the beginning of the internet uh, in the popular world. And uh, so I used a Magic the Gathering card and combined two of them to create my very first email address address. So both of our emails were based off of Magic cards. Yep. Well, you can really tell what kind of people we. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Dave, my email address, which I have kept since, well, hold on, let me pull up Gmail and tell you how long I've had this email address for, Oh, geez. was actually pulled off of running Redscape games. That's how I first started yeah. using it. GMQS23. Yep. Wow. Come on, Gmail load. Loading. Oldest Gmail message has been 2004. October 3rd, 2004 was my first Gmail message. Wow. All so right, I have I had it for yeah. I've had mine for a very long time as well. I was say the account I currently use um, was switched over in 2007, December 14th, 2007. Oldest. I have, like, <laughs> have 16,000 messages in here. Jeez. Oh, Dave, I have 46,603. Wow, I feel so little right now. I have yeah. 3,303. Wow. Andy, I think you beat me. I started using Gmail in February of 2005. Oh, for the win. my Gmail it's- is the biggest. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> Epeen. Yeah, nice. Cool. Oh, because I was using Yahoo Mail, which worked fine. I was using Hotmail at the time before. That was yeah, which works like crap. Yeah, it does. That was GM underscore QS twenty three. That's what I yeah, like about I, the whole thing is we started. I picked something early enough and unique enough that ninety percent of the time I can use it. Except and you, you know, can't because like every time you go to use it, it says, "Oh, this is unavailable," and you have to use a different form of it. I just attach it to things. Right, but that defeats the purpose of picking something unique and original. (laughs) It's true. I could say my name is 1234, and I just keep reattaching it to things, Andy. (laughs) Oh, there's. I actually Googled QS23, uh, Random Access Podcast, my Twitter feed, Commercial Electric Grills from Taylor. My photo stream, something about SAP QS23, no idea what that is. A quad split monitor. Ooh. A, something about an online database of vertex operator algebras and modular categories. And my epic default rants. My gamer wow. card. Uh, MySpace. Is that actually me? No, it isn't. It's wild. So yeah, I have not had to change it in a long time. So huh. Granted, now it doesn't even matter because the things will automatically, like, you could rename it to be your name. Like my... my my aim list right now is just everybody's names rather than their actual screen names. Right. Which makes it a whole lot easier. I, I don't think I've been on aim for almost a year, year and a half, maybe. Mm-hmm. I still load it up because I just use Pigeon. Oh, so you got well, all of them in one. Yeah. You can you can uh, access aim names through Gmail chat. Yeah. 
But I, I don't yes. even have one down. Oh. Or I could so, access yeah. Gmail through Pigeon. I suppose. And then I don't have to have a browser open. Sad. <laughs> Not having a browser open? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Welcome to the world of apps, Dave. Or yeah, Kyle. Dave, browsers are fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Kyle designs web apps. So, Kyle, yeah. before we go, <laughs> is there some website that you would like people's browsers to peruse? I would. Codita.com. C O D E I T A.com. Your number one place to code websites in the cloud. Or for Dave, in the browser. Yeah, except it's not working for me. Well, we'll take, we'll take care. What a surprise. Dave is having what? problems with technology. I say, it works for me. I'm using it right now. <laughs> All right, Kyle, thank you very much for meandering through our ginormous topic list. (laughs) Well, I thank you guys for having me on here. I'm I'm very happy I could take some time and chill and show you guys some California sunsets and California noise. Right. So thank you guys. Great time. I'm now going to go back to my Michigan nighttime. It's dark. I'm going to go to bed. (laughs) Oh, the night has just begun. It's not even dinner time yet. (sighs) I hate time difference. (laughs) All right. Are are we done? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you.